This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello and welcome to another 5-Minute Friday here on the Farm Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Williams, and you might know this is a new series that we are kind of doing every Friday that kind of piggybacks off of the 5-Minute Friday newsletter. And if you haven't already, go subscribe to that if you would like. Absolutely no pressure, but the link for that is in the bio of this episode. And so one of the items that I talk about in the newsletter, which again, the newsletter talks about what's going on with the Farm Traveler podcast, what's going on with farming and agriculture currently, and even some cool things about like books and stuff that I might be reading. Well, on today's newsletter, I talk about a really neat greenhouse that's been developed by Texas A&M. And the whole purpose of it, it's called the AgriLife, I think the AgriLife Research Center or something like that. And basically, yeah, it's called the Texas A&M AgriLife Plant Growth and Phenotyping Facility. Basically, this new autonomous greenhouse has got a bunch of remote sensing equipment, like a, a great robotic arm, a, um, a bunch of cameras and other sensors in there where scientists can really monitor the plants and really, more importantly, the growing conditions as they try to develop crops that can survive droughts, that can survive pests and stuff like that as we're trying to develop stronger and hardier plants for the future. And so this brought up something that I really wanted to talk about today on this episode, and that is CEA, or Confined Environment Agriculture. And you've probably heard it a lot on this show as I've interviewed a bunch of people that do vertical farming, for example. Like that is an example of CEA, anything that might be done in a greenhouse. And companies that are doing vertical farming like Aero Farms, Vertical Harvest, or even Gotham Greens in New York, which is a huge 
huge vertical farm that we haven't had on the show, unfortunately, but I'm working on it. I've been working on it for two or three years, so hopefully we'll have them on eventually. But I really think stuff like this is going to be the future, and it's really interesting to see the stages that they're at right now, because it seems from all the articles I've read, looking at the finances and all of it, it really seems like I don't know, we're really in the beginning stages and the next five or 10 years are really going to dictate what happens because a lot of these businesses have been pouring in millions and sometimes billions of dollars into new facilities, into new technology. And it seems like all these different aero farms, vertical harvest, all this good stuff, they have their own spin on it. They are developing their own proprietary um, growing systems or even growing media that is growing the plants better than another system. And so I think that's really, really interesting. There's so much innovation happening right now with CEA because there's no perfect way to do it. And everybody is gonna do it a little bit differently based on the science and the research that they are doing during their R&D development. Uh, one great example is Aero Farms that we did have on the show a couple of years ago. They are, they, they're working with some, I don't know, some, not invention agency, that's a weird word, but they're working with some startup, I believe, I can't remember the name of it, but basically they're developing a drone technology where the drones can fly around the vertical farm and check on the plants. Basically, the drone is going to have a camera on them and it can then scan the leaves and check for growth or maybe disease or um, fungus symptoms and stuff like that. So that's really neat. I mean, obviously it's going to be really hard for a human to climb up a couple of stories um, when the vertical farms are so huge, so it's gonna be really hard for them to check all the plants. And so a necessity is a new way to monitor those plants like drones. And this is just another reason why vertical farming right now is so, I don't, not really lucrative, but why there's so much investment going into it because we're trying to find the way to grow produce the best way possible in a greenhouse. Now, I think that this is going to be a great additional way we can produce produce. For example, if you're in an urban area, Miami, um, Atlanta, New York City, places that are not very close to a farm, maybe like a traditional farm that might be growing lettuce or peppers, this might be a great way to provide that area with some very fresh produce. Now it's probably gonna be expensive for a little while while they try to pay off all the investments and everything, but I think this is gonna be a cool technology. I don't think that it is ever going to replace traditional agriculture. Agriculture, I think that that is here for the long haul, obviously. But I think it'll be also really neat to see how R&D with CEA, it's a lot of acronyms, eventually impacts traditional farming, like how practices we're learning right now, for example, with this Texas A&M AgriLife Center, how that will eventually impact crops um, in the field. So I think that'll be cool. And again, if you want to check out that article from Ag Daily, feel free to go and check out the newsletter. It was included in there. It's a great little article that kind of outlines all the cool stuff Texas, Texas A&M are doing. So yeah, go check it out. Hope you enjoyed this. This was a real quick five-minute Friday, obviously, about CEA. Hope you have a great weekend and we will see you next week with a brand new Farm Traveler episode on Wednesday. Thanks so much. Talk to you later.
want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.